Hey guys, welcome back to Mothering Together with ADHD. It is October 19th if you're listening the day this episode comes out and holy cow, it's only 12 days until Halloween. If you haven't figured out your costumes yet, I suggest you do. You still have time though, so don't worry. My family is deciding to not be a whole theme. We've been a theme now for three years, but we've decided we're all gonna go our separate ways. My oldest is gonna be a superhero of some sort. My youngest is gonna be Mickey Mouse and I'm gonna try really hard to not dress up. So we'll see if I can get away with that. I feel like I need to float that idea this week just in case I need to buy something to um, dress up just a little bit while I go trick-or-treating with my oldest. Do you ever feel like you're the only one who can't manage all the people things? Like you always have to ask for everyone's address before you can send out your holiday cards. Today, we are gonna talk about three lists you can make today that are really gonna help you in the future just to be more on top of that type of information. Hey there, it's Kayla, your coffee-loving, cat-snuggling host. Welcome to a place where you're not just a listener, but a dear, dear friend. This is Mothering Together with ADHD, where we laugh, we learn about our brains, and we embrace the beautiful chaos of our everyday lives. I'm here to share stories to inspire and to let you know that you're seen, valued, and even sitting in that messy middle, you are amazing just the way you are. So grab your cold brew, settle in, and let's embark on this journey of motherhood together. Okay, so next week is the last full week of October, and then holy guacamole, we are going to be in November. I'm officially getting excited for the holidays. This year, we are packing our schedule quite full at our house for the holidays. We are hosting Thanksgiving for the first time, so I am excited and nervous to manage all of that. Luckily, it's not a ton of people, but I've never made that like whole turkey situation, so send me all the tips. And it's also going to be our first Thanksgiving since my grandfather passed away, so it's definitely going to be a weird one, um, but I'm, I'm excited to get to host and to get to carry on traditions this Thanksgiving. And then at the end of November, more like the start of December, but I have to think about it in November, is we host a really fun thing. We have a friend party we throw. It's called a tree trimming party. And we invite our friends to come over and they help us to make ornaments and then put them on our tree. And so we end up with all these like custom made, super cute ornaments made by our friends. And it just feels like really cute to have you know these personalized ornaments made by people that you care about on your tree it just feels really special it's kind of special to get to like invite them into our family tradition and i i don't know i really like it so next week stick around we are going to plan november together a lot has to happen in november to make sure that we are entering into the holiday season with a plan and hopefully whatever kind of vibe you want. Maybe you want to feel really warm and cozy all through November and December. We're going to we're going to focus on what we want out of that season and really work toward it. Let's get into the lists. Let's talk about the three lists that will help you to be more organized and ready as you head into the holiday season. List number 1 is an address book. Hear me out on this one because 
about three years ago, I had decided that thank you notes were a waste of time and that it was just too much for my executive functioning. It was too much of a nightmare to know people's addresses, to know their birthdays, to be that caring friend. I just like literally said that will never happen. That will never be me. And I'm okay with that. And then someone challenged me on that and said, no, you could do this. You just have a fixed mindset on it. And I decided to grow in this area. And it was really easy to sort of gather this information. And it it has made a world of difference. And I'm really grateful that I was challenged on that fixed mindset because I love to be the person who can send a birthday card whenever I want to. So if you have some time this week, start to reach out to your friends and family. Think of the folks that you would have invited to your wedding or you did invite to your wedding and ask them first. It's kind of fun to just like drop a text bomb into whatever group chats you have with those people and say like, hey guys, updating my contacts. Would you mind sending along your address? And hey, while you're at it, send me your birthday too. It's super simple. And then you can really get an updated address book. And I like to use... Excel or um, Google Sheets just to keep it keep track of it all and I have actually multiple tabs I separated out by like friends versus family versus whatever but you can keep it really simple Um, just write like name address birthday that's all you need the next list we're gonna talk about is something you can make in your notes app or somewhere else on your phone that is I call it my VIP list, my very important people list. So this is a list that you're going to check in a lot more on. This is a list of people that they might not be the people that you invited to your wedding, but they're important for other reasons. So I have mine split into three categories. I have my friends and my best friends. Then the second one is my family. And then the third is friends of my kids. So here's the deal. I've realized that as an ADHD mom, I am swamped, I'm exhausted and overwhelmed. And by the end of the day, I'm lucky if I've taken a shower, let alone checked in on people, right? But other people really like to be checked in on. It is really important to a lot of people to feel that you think about them when they're not there. And this is hard when you have ADHD because you might not, because I often feel like people are out of sight, out of mind. If they are not in front of me, I don't think about some people very often. People who I see a lot, who I have like recent memories of, sure. But if you have that experience of like people are out of sight, out of mind until you think about that one funny thing and then you text them out of the blue, that's how I am too. So my way to try and be a better friend who puts in equal effort is to make a list. And it also helps with the problem where, so I have this list in my phone and I also have an event that I add to my schedule every week called friend communication. And I literally just like mass text a bunch of friends and family just to be the one who initiated and checked in because I know it's important to other people to feel cared about and I want to fulfill that need for them, but that does not come naturally to me. Okay. So that's the second list. The third and a bonus list are related to feeding your people. And I just recently started keeping track of this. And I think that Karen Mountjoy, the dietitian I interviewed back in episode 16, I think it gets called Feed Your People. So the one thing I've been paying attention to as I feed my people is which foods my kids actually eat that go into their bodies when I put it in front of them, right? When I 
put something on the plate, what food are they actually consuming? If you listen to episode 16, you know that I buy into the idea that I'm in charge of what's on the plate, but my littles can choose exactly how much they want to eat. I do. I totally buy into that. However, I want to know that there's like a definite yes food on their plate because my kids and my husband are little ones who get hangry. And when they're angry, I suffer. So that's what I have been doing. I have been keeping track of what I call the family favorites meals. And I've been trying to make sure that we have a few family favorites each week and on each plate. So if I know my little one probably won't eat the mac and cheese, I'll put raspberries on the plate just to make sure that he eats something at that time of day. Yeah. And then as a bonus list, I've been keeping a separate list of recipes I want to try. And I've been sprinkling those into our meal plans, usually on the weekend when I have more time to cook. And that has been helping to add more foods to our family favorites list. So that's it. Those are the three lists plus a bonus that I would suggest that you make this week. If you get that first list done, you're going to head into November feeling so strong and ready for any type of holiday card that you may feel tempted to send. So that's it. Okay, friends, go buy your Halloween costumes if you haven't yet. Take a look at that path that your trick-or-treaters walk down and make sure that it is ready for little feet. And meet me back here next week as we chat all about November. I can't wait. Hey guys, if you made it this far, thank you so much. If you don't mind taking a few minutes, go and rate the podcast in whatever you're listening to and write a review. That's the only way I know what you think about the podcast. And while you're there, hit follow or subscribe just so that you can not miss anything. And it really helps with my downloads as well, which will help the algorithm and will ultimately help more people hear the podcast. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you taking the time to help me out.